Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of currently streaming horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews may include mild spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. I told you that I want to go to that festival in Sweden. No, you said it would be cool to go. Yeah, and then I got the opportunity and I decided Look, I to do it. I don't mind you going. I just wish you would have told me. That's all. Dude, she needs a therapist. You've been wanting out of this stupid relationship for like a year now. And don't forget about all of the beautiful Swedish women you'll meet in June. Okay, guys. That's not her again. Seriously? Babe, what's happening? Danny. I was so very sorry to hear about what happened. I'm sorry. I invited Danny to come to Sweden. You know what she's been going through? Christian says you've got this special week planned. It's sort of a crazy festival. Special ceremonies and dressing up. That sounds fun. Unbelievable. Welcome and happy mid-school! What time is it? 9 p.m.? That can't be right. The sky is blue. This is what 9 p.m. is like here. <laughs> How long have you two been together? Just over three and a half years. Four years. Really? Yeah. What do you think? It's like another world. Tomorrow's a big day. Is it scary? What is it? It has special properties. What am I going through? We just need to acclimate. I don't want to acclimate. I want to go. Absolutely not. What's happening? I don't know why you invited us. That's why you look so guilty right now, because you know. We only do this every 90 years. most excited for you to come. Full disclosure, Ari Aster's directorial debut, Hereditary, remains one of my favorite films of all time. The literal personification of nightmare fuel that left a 26-year-old Jay clutching his covers and staring at his ceiling until he lost consciousness at about 3 or 4 a.m. So yeah, you could say I'm a big fan of Ari Aster's work. And if Hereditary was a shadowy metaphor for the repression of a family's grief, Midsommar is very much an illuminating explosion of it. Leaving behind the dark and claustrophobic confines of his debut film, Astor explores the shockingly disturbing sun-scorched meadows of Midsommar, which is currently streaming on Prime Video. Still reeling with immense grief after suffering a profound tragedy, Danny, played by Florence Pugh, is reluctantly invited by her inattentive boyfriend, Christian, played by Jack Rayner, to join him and his friends on a trip to Sweden. Christian's friend Pele informs them that they'll be visiting his family for a nine-day festivity, which only occurs once every 90 years. From the outset, it's clear that Danny and Christian's relationship is a constant source of tension, one consisting of two people moving away from one another without either willing to admit the inevitable. While initially hesitant to settle in, once they arrive, Danny is put at ease by the beauty of Pele's people's traditional pagan way of life. Children run playfully through the fields as adults gather to welcome the others. 
Lovely music plays softly in the distance while the guests take in the luscious green wilderness that expands as far as the eye can see. This is the enchantingly disturbing beauty that Ari Aster has created, a world that at face value is disarmingly gorgeous, making it even more shocking when things begin to go to hell. While I found Hereditary terrifying, I would hesitate to describe Midsommar as such. It has its share of gruesome imagery, but its more grounded nature makes it feel more about the horrors and emotions of man rather than the supernatural. Still, Midsommar is one of the most starkly disturbing and depressing horror films I've seen in a very long time. Its opening 10 minutes is a gut punch of raw emotional grief that stuck with me throughout in its entirety. It made me want to go home and hug my family. Astor's ability to introduce, understand, explore, and make the audience invested in a character in a short period of time is truly an achievement in and of itself. Simply put, Florence Pugh's lead performance is nothing short of phenomenal. Her gut-wrenching seesawing of emotions is imparted on the viewer early on, not only investing us in her, but puts us in her shoes. Between her contending with a deteriorating relationship, her crippling grief, and a pagan cult, she's very much a powder keg of raw, volatile emotions. And when she explodes, the catharsis of Aster's deranged imagery complements her character's volatile arc nicely. The film's daylight setting serves as a defining contrast to the dark, personal depths Aster's characters will take us to, making it all the more jarring. Given how tonally heavy the movie is a majority of the time, there is more than welcome amount of comedic relief. Primarily, Will Poulter's culturally ignorant stoner character Mark, who provides laughs at both his and the pagan community's expense. In addition to serving as the ugly American tourist character trope, these laughs allow us to reside within Astor's world without losing our own sanity. And now for a brief intermission. If you've been enjoying this episode of Daily Horror Habit, please take a moment to subscribe to the show on your preferred streaming platform or leaving a review on iTunes. And thank you for your continued support, which drives the show's success. And now, without further ado, let's get back to today's horrifying episode. This frequent use of laughs is the biggest surprise of Midsommar, and while it's leaps and bounds away from resembling a horror comedy, its dark humor is used to alleviate the constant tension and heartbreak before the next setup for the horror in store. As is usually the case, the less you know about the plot, the more shocking and affecting it will be. Few other directors can produce and retain such disturbing, sun-soaked imagery as well as Aster does. The film's Wizard of Oz lollipop guild from Hell aesthetic is a gorgeously enthralling approach to the horror that you can't take your eyes off of. Bursting with brightly colored flowered crowns, gorgeously stitched linens, and mystifying runic scripture creates a mysterious and beautiful world which sows unnerving dread. More so than in Hereditary, the audience is given far more clues as to exactly the horror that's coming in Midsommar. It's laid out for us early on, and only as Aster can, continues to string us along to its gruesome conclusion. You can't shake the morbid curiosity of this film. The anticipation of something genuinely shocking is right around the corner, and you'll be damned if you won't stick around to finally find out what that shock is. However, getting to the big reveal is definitely time-consuming, as this is Ari Aster's longest film to date. While the first two acts have surprisingly well-constructed pacing, the final act feels about 15-20 minutes too long in my opinion. While Astor indulges in his vision for a tad too long, in the two years between his directorial debut and Midsommar, Astor has definitely refined his exquisite mastery of scene space and seamless scene transitions. There's a bouncy, music-like quality to the film's pace a majority of the time, as it playfully bounces from plot point to plot point. This works in perfect accompaniment to the film's numerous euphoric pagan dance and musical numbers. 
The film's clear influence to The Wicker Man is plain as day, yet Midsommar never draws too heavily from this clear influence, always ensuring that Astor leaves his own unique spin on what is very much a pagan horror film. Astor's scenes are pristinely choreographed and beautifully presented with a synchronicity to its enchanting score by Bobby Krillick. Though once the inherent beauty of characters' movements ceases when we learn of their true sinister purpose, the juxtaposing of their natural elegance to their sinister means makes for a disturbing sense of calm seconds before the damnation begins. The brazen audacity of Midsommar's dark exploration of grief and trauma against a vibrant summer solstice setting remains shockingly affecting. It's a bleak film with imagery made more disturbing when realizing the intention behind it and what it reveals about human relationships and how we process emotional pain. While it didn't scare me to my core the way Hereditary did, it's filled with gorgeous, dread-soaked visuals I cannot shake, and most I wish I could. It's a worthwhile sophomore film that shows Astor flexing new directorial muscles that build upon his skill set rather than redefine them. So be sure to check out Midsommar while it's streaming on Prime Video. And that'll do it for another episode of Daily Horror Habit. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service and follow at Daily Horror Habit on Instagram and at Daily Horror Pod on Twitter.